This is the Chicago Podcast Network. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of Out Front with AJ and Nick. A very special, well, I guess we can call that again, AJ and AJ and Nick, Out Front Nights. Though not quite Night. so... Yep, there it is. So here's the deal, ladies and gentlemen. We're doing a special show. AJ is currently in the car. He got stuck, so we are doing this as well as we can with the limited technology that we have available. We just wanted to give you our initial reaction. Both of us just got done watching the uh, battle for all mankind's soul, uh, also known as the first political debate in the presidential election between Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. And... As much as I would love to go on, some huge tirade here about how the evil was defeated and mankind was saved or how evil triumphed over good or something. Realistically, I think you could call that, uh, what would you call that debate there, AJ? A draw? A, an ass-kicking? Where are you at with it? A dumpster fire. You call it a dumpster fire. What makes you say dumpster fire? I mean, it's just, I mean... I mean, I mean, obviously, Trump just is the baby about everything, and he just wants to have everything his way, and he can't have it his way. And you know, he tried to interject numerous times, and you know, I will give him a little bit of credit where he kind of positioned himself good when it came to the free trade stuff and everything, and kind of put. Clinton on the ropes a little bit and what have you, but after that, um, he just couldn't land any punches, and he had to make stuff up, and he, you know, denied things that he actually has been on the record about and everything. And that's You can find in any YouTube video search and what have you, or Google News search. Um, the things that he has said was true but denied tonight and everything then you have hillary who you know is the polished politician and she had you know the talking point answers and you know she's very slick in how to change um the narrative just a little bit and what have you and you know neither one of them provided anything of substance it was like going after each other rather than providing anything um, positive when it comes to policy making or what have you. Donald's not going to give you any specifics and, you know, Hillary's going to tell you what you want to hear. So it's a complete dumpster fire. Well, there was that. And then you had the constant attempts of Donald Trump to just talk over Hillary Clinton when she was in her answers, which worked for him in the chaos of a 16-person Republican debate or even a three-person Republican debate like he had at the end. But when you're trying to do that on a national stage like that against one person, it just comes off as petty and cheap. My concern, though, is she had, I think, a couple good lines to really show just how ridiculous he is. But her reliance on the whole, I hope the fact checkers are working hard. I mean, obviously they are. They don't point that out. Call him a liar. Don't hide behind that fact. And that that was kind of bugging to me, the fact that she didn't attack him directly, which you know, a lot of people were saying that she couldn't do. I didn't believe that. I felt that that was something that needed to happen. I, I, what I really feel is I, I was hoping 
And I, I know that it's my fault because I get my hopes up too much, but I was hoping that she was going to come in here and just smash the guy to the ground, Hulk versus Loki style, and end this thing, and I don't feel right. like that happened. So uh, before we move on, I feel it would be fun to, for me to do this with you. So they were talking about the fact checkers. Well, we could go to some of the other ones, but here we go. This is Politico, who generally works with PolitiFact and a bunch of other people, but the, this is their list of fact checking that they did. you want to have some fun, AJ? Because this will be good. Yeah. All right. Trump, yes, Donald Trump did call pregnancy an inconvenience for employers. That was in 2004. The housing lawsuit that they were talking about is the largest in United States history and that it is not insignificant, that it is one of the biggest of all time. Trump was wrong about putting the birther campaign on Hillary Clinton. There is no proof to back that up. And the story that he was trying to do, let's see here, Bloomfield denied pushing the birther movements and... There are no definitive evidence either way to say anything, you know, so that's another one. That's four. Trump is way off on how much NATO's budget is paid for by the U.S. That's five. He grossly exaggerates Palm Beach's wealth. That's six. Uh, he says he opposed the Iraq War. That's seven. And Trump is wrong about the ISIS timeline. That's eight. Trump was not endorsed by the uh, Immigration Control Enforcement Agency. So that's, uh, where are we at now, AJ? Seven? Is that seven? Uh, eight. Okay, we're at eight, and all right, here's one for Clinton. She's got one for uh, about the New York City murder rate. Uh, Trump is wrong. Number nine for stop and frisk was ruled unconstitutional. The one thing he got it right about was Hillary Clinton's staff taking the Fifth Amendment. Clinton was right about his bankruptcy. So you basically have, let's see, Trump gets it right about Clinton's staff taking the Fifth, bankruptcies. Uh, Trump is in denial about his own debt comments. He definitely said that he would renegotiate the debt. That's 10. Uh, Trump falsely claims they can't release his tax return. That's 11. The political halves, Trump are saying, are actually career government employees. That's 12. Uh, Trump says Clinton wants to approve the PPP deal. That one is up in the air. Uh, Trump is wrong on anything he said. Uh, basically, everything he said is entire. Uh, the line that they're really having fun with is, no wonder you've been fighting ISIS your entire adult life, which makes no sense. And let's see. And Trump is wrong about the size of Hillary Clinton's tax plan and her 30 years in national policy. There, <laughs> Donald Trump claimed that this is the one that I think is most fun for the debate tonight. Donald Trump denied that he claimed that cl climate change is a hoax created by China. Uh, in November 2012, he said this, The concept of global warming was created by and for the Chinese in order to make the U.S. manufacturing non-competitive. Uh, for the record, that's a Alex Jones conspiracy, which, again, if you're just yeah. new to our show tonight, uh, please go back and listen to our episode. Alex Jones is a fucking joke. Or... I believe we called it Out Front wants to pick a fight with Alex Jones. Either of those titles, feel free to uh, listen to because he'll be saying some fun things in the next couple of days. AJ, I know you're in the car. I know it's it's tempting for you to drive your car just into a bridge and call it a life, but I hope you don't do that, and I hope that tonight's debate at least... Did you at least find it entertaining? It was. I mean, it's... It was highly entertaining because I think this is the first presidential debate I've ever witnessed that you have two unpopular candidates going in and all it was was defensive shots. There's nothing offensive and you didn't have really a clear winner. Sure, you're going to have 
liberal mainstream media saying Clinton won. You're going to have the conservative right mainstream media saying Trump won. But in all honesty, no one won. I mean, neither one of them provided anything. And, you know, it's just like, like he pointed out, everything Trump said was false. Um, more so than Clinton. And I don't like Clinton, but, you know, I mean, at least she provided something to the table. You know, Trump didn't even do that, you know. When Lester Holt, you know, said that, you know, expand on his comments about how, you know, Clinton didn't have a certain look. And he goes, I didn't say that. I was standing there. I was like, well, I was listening. I'm like, I'm like, no, you said that. You said that. I mean, you can't deny that. You know, you can't switch the narrative of saying, look, the stamina. It doesn't work like that. You know, and all it did everything in my power, you know, like to restrain myself because the entire time it's like you're an idiot. You, you don't know what the hell you're doing and you clearly don't have temperament of doing anything. I don't know why you're in business. And moreover, um, you just can't lie. You know, it may work in the private sector, but it does not work in the public sector. And if you lie and you're, and there's transparency involved, then it's going to be really worse on your end. Now, sure, you could block all that shit and censor the public of what you said so you can cover your own tracks, but then that's where you lead to fascism, and we don't want that in this country. The the, the weirdest thing about this, this whole deal was just the... Hillary Clinton appeared to have to just kind of rein in the entire debate, standing up and screaming that the man was a liar. And I, I just, I wonder if that's what it would really take for her to be able to do anything. But like you said, the the minute Lester holds, he asked him one time for a specific answer, and Donald Trump wasn't able to give it. That happened at least three or four times throughout the debate, where he was. They were trying to pin him down for something concrete, and he wouldn't give them an answer because Donald Trump has no policies. Donald Trump has no opinions. He has nothing to offer. He's literally just a, a guy in a suit going up there and winging it as he goes. It felt like he was completely unprepared. His vocabulary, and look, I'm not trying to be some intelligista kind of guy, but which isn't even really a phrase. So I kind of defeated my own point there. But I'm. I like to think that I'm a relatively good communicator, and his vocabulary bugs me. The fact that he can't give an answer that goes beyond what a fifth grader could say. When asked about bringing jobs back, all he kept saying was, we're losing jobs. I said, okay, well, yes, we're losing jobs. That's, congratulations, yes, you are 100% correct. We're losing jobs. How do you bring them back? Well, we have to stop losing them. Okay, yes, everyone... 100%, sir, but con continuing with that thought, how do we bring the ones that we've lost back? Well, we have to stop losing them. Okay, well, at that point, what can you do if you're Lester Holt? I mean, at that, there comes a point where it's like, unless we're going to start hooking these guys up to, like, shock collars, which honestly would make for a really good reality television show, you, you can't force them to say anything more than they've said. So you know, here we are, we're, you know, 20, 30 minutes after this whole thing ended, and I don't feel... I guess really, AJ, my disappointment comes that I at least wanted to feel better about my support for Hillary Clinton, and I don't. Uh, I don't feel like 
I know what my problem is. You know what my problem is. I wanted the West Wing. I wanted that moment. I wanted that thing that happens in a movie where the candidate that you're behind stands up and makes some amazing point in the debate, and then the music rises, and we all go home to a happy ending. And I don't know, man. I'm I'm just I'm afraid that the happy ending at the end of all this is going to be for Donald Trump, and then the rest of us are all just going to have to form the Rebel Alliance. I really don't know what else to say because he clearly didn't know what he was talking about at all and the people who support him don't give a shit which is just scary as hell you're up well i mean if you if you look if you look at both trump and clinton as boxers like i said earlier i mean trump did come out swinging and he had uh, some nice jabs um in the beginning but as time went on he was slowly losing his own stamina and not getting the shots that need to be shot and everything. And Hillary's blocking certain things, and she jabbed when jabs needed to be happening, and she was doing some strategic things and what have you. So, I mean, again, I mean, neither one of them performed well. Neither one of them um, showed that this was the greatest boxing match of all time. It was just really two people who was looking for more defensive shots, defensive shots while, you know, really thinking about how to do something offensive and they couldn't do anything because both of them were just kind of crouching behind the gloves and, um, you know, just anticipating the next shot is all. Well, if you'll allow me to stick with your boxing analogy, Donald Trump just threw a kidney punch. Are you ready? Yeah. All right, so this statement was just released. I'm reading this on The Atlantic, and it's been verified by a couple other websites. This statement was given to Mark Halperin, who's a uh, political reporter. Yeah. I believe he's with Bloomberg, correct? Um, yeah, he's right. the managing editor for Bloomberg. Okay, so this is the statement that was given that he that Donald Trump just gave. I thought it was great. I really enjoyed it. It's about making America great again. She proved it all. She she proved it's all talk, no action. Trump says to Mark Halperin, offering up some post debate spin. Trump suggests he considered going ugly, but shied away from it. I didn't want to do my final attack, which was to attack her husband on what took place with respect to him and his life, because Chelsea, who I happen to think is a wonderful young lady, was in the room, and I didn't think it would be appropriate. So I saved it for now afterwards because i'm class i'm classy like that the the last part was me <laughs> but it ended it literally ended with I, I i because chelsea who i happen to think is a wonderful young lady in the room and i don't think i didn't think that it would be appropriate jesus christ five minutes after it's and this, over and this is someone that could potentially be president I mean, is that, that that's like the ultimate douche ex-boyfriend move. Listen, I could have called her a whore, but I'm not right? going to because I'm classy. Well, you just called her a whore. No, I didn't. I said exactly. I could have. What the hell? Exactly. I mean, just imagine if he would have said that about any foreign dignitary. Yeah. Or a foreign dignitary. You know, I mean, that just, I was just like... The dignitary's wife or partner, just the dignitary themselves, outside of Putin and everyone else. 
Well, one of the parts I really liked in the debate was when Hillary goes, he said if our troops were insulted from Iranian uh, people on a boat, that he would have shot them and started a war. And Trump's defense of that was not, I won't shoot them. It was that wouldn't start a war. I, 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 I the, the, the a lot of the reaction to what happened tonight with me was, I can't believe we got to this point that these two people are on stage. I said it right as the debate started. I'm over. I'm here tonight watching it with my roommate, his girlfriend, and a, and a buddy of ours named Jared, and we're having a good time, you know, hanging out and kind of like making fun of it as it goes on. Because what else can you really do? But right as it started, I said, I cannot believe that he is on stage with her and being treated as an equal. I absolutely cannot believe that because the minute they opened their mouths, it was just completely clear. Here's a world class. You know, political leader, and you might disagree with her, you might not like her, but you cannot deny that she is, at the very least, one of the most experienced politicians and world leaders that we have ever had to run for president of the United States. That fact cannot be denied, right? I mean, you can't argue with it. Am I wrong about that, AJ? I mean, that's the one thing you can say. Uh, well, I mean, one could look at her as an experienced person, yeah. Well, but it's, I, I mean, look, you can make the argument that she, you cannot take away from the fact that she's qualified to be president, is what I'm saying. Whereas Donald Trump stands up there, and, you know, I honestly do. I want them to, like, I almost want the next debate to be hosted by Jeff Foxworthy and be, are you smarter than a fifth grader? <laughs> like, don't you want to see that? I mean, I don't. Do, do you? Yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, it's. I, I, I mean, I think equal to that, um, God, um, pick a game show host. Uh, I mean, honestly, it's, it's you don't need moderators. You just need someone just to, like, say a one-word statement and go. The, the, the fact that the moderator is, I feel, so on, has so little power over the proceedings and what's been going on and... You know, the, the just general tactics that they had as far as questions go. And Lester Holt's trying to do what he can, but he can't force them to do anything. Like I said earlier, what, what's he going to do? Go upstairs and punch Donald Trump into shutting up? There's nothing you can do about that. Well, I think there was I – had, I had a feeling that, you know, Lester Holt wanted to uh, do such a thing. You know, it was, I, just, I had this feeling from Lester that, you know, he's like, you need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Like I, I started report by reporting in Chicago with their politicians. You think you bother me? Right. Uh, yeah. right. Like I, 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 I dealt with worse people than you. I came up under the I came up under the boss I, and under his son. What do you think you're going to do to me? Because uh, right. we are the Chicago Podcast Network, so we must give the the fact that Lester Holt used to be on NBC Chicago. I used to, I grew up with that guy. The before we get out of here, AJ, before we end the, our little just post-debate wrap-up thing, political fact is still coming in. They've added three more things to this list. CNN is coming out with the everything Donald Trump has said in this debate was wrong. Atlantic has it as risked as everything is wrong. But before you go, AJ, I thought it would be fun for me to do our my favorite thing to do with you, which is live Internet searching. And I am simply going to type in the following letters. F-O-X-N-E-W-S dot... C O M. All right, AJ, I'm about to go to Fox News. I want your opinion right now, and I'll give you a dollar the next time I see you if you get this right. Is there spin on their front page? Is it Trump's name, Hillary's name, and is it positive or negative for Donald Trump? Uh, 
before I hit enter. Oh. Oh. So is it a two-parter or, for, or just one question? It's a two-parter, and you have to get both parts right. So is, oh, is, is, so it's either Trump or Hillary, and then the spin for either one, correct? Yeah, yeah. What do you think is happening right now? I'll tell you what I'm thinking. I'm thinking it's Clinton seems – I'm going to go with Clinton seems arrogant during debate is what I think their front page is. I think the front page is going to be Trump wins debate. Okay, let's find out what the evil people are saying. Ooh, oh, let's see. Neither. Fiery debate. Neither. Fiery debate clashes. Trump, Clinton hit each other on trade, tax return, and temperament. Uh, no real leaning either way. Although next underneath it is, oh, here we go. Donald Trump just released another statement through Fox News. Here we go. This will be great. Da, 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 da. Oh, Howard Dean just accused Donald Trump of being on cocaine. What? I'm just. I, that's not oh, I'm, Howard. Yeah. And Donald Trump is questioning uh, whether or not Lester Holt was fair, saying his questions weren't correct, weren't, weren't balanced. Yeah, let's see. This whole thing is great. This is... Well, AJ, you and I, when we started this thing, knew we were getting political theater, but Jesus H. Christ. And the H stands for Hector. The H does stand for Hector. So, all right, man. <laughs> Final thoughts on tonight, where you're at as you drive the lonely road to nowhere. As Linda Hamilton said, you know, the road goes ever onward. That's not what she said. I combine um, franchises. <laughs> uh, my final thought of this whole thing is that, um, you know, this is the first of five, correct? Uh, no, first of three presidential, one vice presidential. Right, okay. So since we conclude the first of three, um, you know, uh, one could hope that it goes up from here, but I think we're just going to see a continuation of um, two unpopular candidates trying to um, attack one another. The one who is doing um, New Jersey trash fighting style and the other is trying to, quote-unquote, rise above because he is the, uh, you know, more experienced um, candidate in the bunch. So it can go up from here, but I think we're just going to see a continuation of the same thing we saw um, tonight. I'm going to make a bold prediction. I, I believe that the next... A bold prediction. I believe that the next debate between the two of them will either be delayed or canceled. Ooh. I think that Donald's going to back out of it. Delayed or canceled? I think one of the next two debates he's going to back out of. I think he's going to either cancel it or at least delay it. I think that he, I think that he probably, I hope he realized, for his sake only, and I can't believe I'm saying this, he got embarrassed tonight by anybody with a brain, uh, at least as far as anybody with a brain is concerned. And it's going to be hard for him to deal with that fact tomorrow when he is just getting slammed. And I, 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 first of all, I'm going to enjoy Twitter for the next 24 hours because I imagine he'll be quite the character. 
And I, I do. I believe that one of these debates might get canceled or at the very least postponed because of what happened tonight. Um, He'll fight for the last it. debate. The last debate is a week before the election. Um, but where, I'm saying. Oh, where is it? It's in Nevada. It's in Las Vegas. That's the one that's going to be canceled. You think so? Yes, because, it, well, yes, casinos out there. Oh, yeah. Or at the very least, I he's going to push for a different he, moderator. Or I, one think of, he'll be, I think he'll well, right, but I think he would have to be in St. Louis because, as, as he was saying today, that the African-American community supports him, so he's going to be there for that, and he'll give two shits about Nevada. Which he's going to win no matter what. Right. All right. Well, AJ, get home safe. I, I don't pre. I, I'm pretty sure that we're violating at least a couple state laws, but I like to imagine that you're in international waters, so we've done nothing illegal as far as the FBI is concerned. Uh, let that me we know that we know of. Well, did you get the stuff from the guy? Well, you know, I always get the stuff from the guy. All right, the girl. Well, you know, about. Look, I'm just saying, you know, they're putting up a roadblock on 88. So if you're gonna get here, you got to get through it, or you got to wait for the night until it clears up in the morning. So you got about half an hour, brother. There so you go. pedal to the metal. All right, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> this has been Out Front with AJ and Nick. I am Nick Serrano's editor-in-chief, host of the Chicago Podcast Network, joined over the interwebs on Skype by my good buddy AJ Signeri. AJ, say goodbye to the people. Bye, people. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Chicago Podcast Network. You can find us on Twitter, Chi-Town Podcast One, or you can email us on Gmail, Network at gmail.com. We'll be back in, like, uh, probably 12 to 36 hours with another episode where we really get into this. But this time, AJ won't be in the car. But we wanted to give you our initial reaction tonight. Not going to lie, we also want to be the first ones up. By the way, just to let you know, if you are interested in this political stuff, tomorrow night on PBS Frontline, we'll be showing their documentary, The Choice which is a piece that they do every four years up to the election to kind of give you the backstory and the politics of both candidates and how the election has gone up to this point. Nobody does a documentary or a news program like Frontline. I say that uh, they are unbiased. They are just a really good news organization, so check them out tomorrow night, uh, 9 Eastern, 8 Central, which for Chicago Podcast Network, so all we care about is the 8 Central. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. We out! 106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. You have been listening to the Chicago Podcast Network.